some weird theories on uh, planets but I didn't know the details of mm. this one I don't think this is exclusively Mr Ike no no Jordan Maxwell have you heard of him no no his name never actually came up you know oh, apparently he spoke a lot about it oh, Jordan Maxwell mm. fair player right, well, let's say hello to some new and returning listeners where are we going from uh, Grigny in France happy Agincourt day that was last week Thanks for listening. Penyan in France, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, Burr in Ireland, there's a bit fucking Burr out there looking tonight. Bengaluru in India, Bethnal Green, United Kingdom, Brampton, Canada, Dublin, Ireland, Case, uh, South Carolina, uh, United States, Leyland in the United Kingdom, Brockton, MA, Massachusetts, Massachusetts Porticoville, Missouri, Flint, Michigan, welcome back. Spring Village. Spring Valley. Spring Valley. Yeah, Spring Village is down the road, sorry. New York, Benton, Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas, and top of the list for listeners this week, Shady Nasty, New York. Mm. And please, someone from Shady Nasty, tell me how to pronounce your town, because I haven't got a clue. I think it's your dynasty. We, we, <laughs> we literally looked it up last week, didn't we? Schenectady. That was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Like school. We did. I want some. I want some list of interaction. You have the memory <laughs> of a dead goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> and the charm. <laughs> <laughs> I am incredibly charmed. <laughs> yes, we're both extremely charmed. <laughs> do you want to tell the listener how things, how we do things downtown? <laughs> oh. Switch me on. <laughs> okay, it's yeah, we're going to do some weird news to start with, and then we'll cut into the main thrust of today's topic the Saturn Q Matrix. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. What's up first on the weird news front, Mike? Hunter dies after being attacked by the deer he just shot. Yeah. I like it. A Hunter's got calmer, isn't it? Yeah. Karma. Which movie is it where Arnold says, uh, I guess this is what they mean by poetic justice? Red Heat. It's one of the more obscure ones. Red Heat, maybe. or Raw Deal. I think he says it in Raw Deal. I don't think I've ever seen Raw Deal. I don't think I have. Uh, yeah. Red Heat, I've seen, because he's that Soviet police yeah, who ends up in New not York. not that one. That's the one where he finds cocaine, and for some weird reason he calls he goes, Cocaineum. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that word before. <laughs> Cocaineum. Nope. That just got to sound suitably Russian. Yeah, they're like, oh no, say cocaine, but sort of Russian-y. <laughs> Could have been cocaine-ski. Cocaineum! <laughs> Cut! Perfect! <laughs> I loved it, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it, Arnold. <laughs> well, yeah, this is poetic justice. Yes. 
Um, so this is one of the stranger things that's happened, says Keith Stevens of the Midwestern States Game and Fish Commission, told the uh, KY3 News Channel, adding that he had worked there for 20 years. Thomas Alexander shot the buck with a muzzle-loading gun while hunting near the small city of Yellville in Marion County. Hang on, I'm sorry to interrupt. A muzzle-loading gun? Yes. Is that like... A musket. Like poking it down yeah. with a... Yeah. That's a bit shit in a bear attack situation, is it not? I think I can see a flaw in this bang. so-called expert's fucking plan. He's like, bang! Especially in America. Shit. Especially in the yeah. States where you're allowed to have, like... He's assault rifle. He just turns up and goes... He's got belt-fed machine yeah. guns on a tripod. He just kills everything within 20 metres. Like Your mate is yeah. packing it down with a stick. <laughs> I'll show you it's done. <laughs> I don't think he's got a mini gun. <laughs> he's not shouting into the jungle yeah. while firing a mini gun until it runs empty. Oh man. Ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> Jesse Ventura did not have time to bleed. He never has time to bleed. He's well, got that sexual tyrannosaur. This fucking hunter had time to bleed, didn't he? Yes. Um, so unlike their modern equivalents, they are loaded by pushing the ammunition down the barrel. So he's he thinks he's he's sharp. Right, yeah. Uh, Mr. Stevens said he did not know how long Mr. Alexander left the deer, but he went up to check to make sure it was dead, and evidently it wasn't. For some reason, there's a picture of like a beaver. <laughs> Looking surprised. <laughs> Is that what he was killed by? <laughs> so he had a musket and it wasn't a bear, it was a beaver. It's a deer. The story gets better. Don't oh, yeah, it wasn't a deer. A, deer. a female deer. No, you fucker. <laughs> And this is when the creature attacked. It got back up and he had several puncture wounds on his body. The 66-year-old had been alone at the time of the attack, but had apparently been able to make a phone call to his family who called the emergency services on his behalf. Don't know why he couldn't have just called the emergency services for me to cut the middleman out. Yeah. Ah, he wanted some sympathy, didn't he? You'll never guess what. I shot this deer with my musket. <laughs> Only got back up again. Well, he was probably sort of panicking, like, I'm scared, I don't know what to do, love. And she was like, get off the phone to me. Yeah. <laughs> Reload. <laughs> Call the ambulance. Buy <laughs> uh, uh, a better yeah. gun. Yeah. Don't go out with a weapon that stopped being used in 1890. <laughs> don't hunt. Leave hunting to other people. That's my attitude towards yeah. it. The meat just turns up in the supermarket like magic. It does. It's strange, isn't it? It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> also, I do feel kind of... It's poetic justice and I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't know what he was hunting the deer for, whether it was sport or for food. Well, it's good for them to get one back. Yeah. You know, in the grand scheme of things, we're still up. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. There are many morals to this story. And I think we've touched upon them all. Yeah. Next one. Next up. Pub welcomes 433 Nigels for party to celebrate Nigelness. Oh, this is so English. <laughs> Nigels fucking boring. <laughs> from as far away as the US flocked to Fleece Inn in Worcestershire for Nigel themed knees up. Just imagine the shit you. Nigel? Alright, Nigel. How do you do, Nigel? Yeah. Oh, hello, Nigel. Alright, Nigel. Ah. Another single woman there. <laughs> well. Not called Nigel. Nigella. Nigella. Oh, there you go. Not Nigel, though, is it, Mike? This smacks of gammonness to me. Oh, Nigella. Oh, Nigella. Oof. Oof. Sorry. Go on, Mike. The event at Fleece Inn in Worcestershire was attended by 433 Nigels, according to landlord Nigel Smith, including one who flew over from America. 
Smith56 hopes he has done his bit to help put the name back on the map with his event in the village of Bretforton, which also raised money for the British Heart Foundation. He said, I've always felt like the name's much maligned. People would say to me when I was young, Nigel, that's got to be a joke name, hasn't it? <laughs> so it was really just to get a few Nigels together in the same room to share Nigel's stories and celebrate our Nigelness. I'm going to guarantee you a lot of them Nigel stories involve watching out for trains coming. <laughs> yeah. And spotting said train. And then making a little note in a notebook and going home really happy. Yeah. Making plans for Nigel. Nigel. He's a Nigel. It's just a fucking door name, isn't yeah, it? But you can always re- rely on a Nigel. Can you? Yeah, Nigel's not going to let you down. I don't know. No, Nigel promised that the spreadsheet would be completed by Thursday lunchtime before the big meeting, and Nigel is going to get that spreadsheet done. Yeah, but it's pretty Gary, wrong. Gary's going to fuck you. Fucking Gary and that spreadsheet. You can barely switch the computer on fucking Gary and Tristan. They're going to be starting on Tristan. But Nigel, your spreadsheet's safe with Nigel. It is a very accounting-style name, isn't it? Uh, I'd be... I'd feel a sense of, like, if I needed a solicitor and his name was Nigel. I'd be pleased with that. Mm. Good old Nigel. Sensible Nigel. Boring old Nigel. He'll go through this case with a fucking fine-tooth yeah. comb and... Irons his underpants, Nigel. <laughs> yeah. Shows, sews name labels into his ship-issue condoms, <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Well, apparently, all Nigels were required to prove their credentials with a passport or driving licence, rewarded with a free pint and a Nigel badge. <laughs> oh, so hello, my name is Nigel. Yeah. It's it just a big cock-shaped man. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel, it's got the shaft. <laughs> we picked a collective noun for Nigels, which is a niggle of Nigels. Oh. Oh. <sighs> wow. Be careful saying that after a few pints, Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, me niggle? <laughs> niggle, what? But there were no Nigellas. You see, I told you there wasn't a single woman. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to get Nigella Lawson along. <laughs> yeah, because she knew she'd probably be date raped if she went. Oh, no. And they couldn't find any celebrity Nigels. Well, Nigel Farage could have gone, I'm sure he'd have looked no, He literally says there, look. Oh, yeah, we did have our local MP, Nigel Huddleston, along. But... But the other politicians whose name are Nigel perhaps wouldn't be welcome. Oh, so the Nigels aren't racists. I suppose they know what it's like to be a minority and be oppressed. Well, it just said there, 2016 was the first year that it was Nigel-free. There were no new Ooh. Nigels in 2016. no one wants to be called Nigel. Oh, if I have a son, I'm going to call him Nigel. <laughs> Good old dependable Nigel. <laughs> Ugh, you'll make his life a hell. I probably won't love him as much. I'll <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, be honest. <laughs> If I had two kids, one was called Tomahawk. Optimus Prime. <laughs> and the other was called Nigel. I'll be honest, Nigel's going to get loved a little bit less. <laughs> All your kids are going to be Face Man and Optimus. <laughs> face Man and BA. Well, you have, you have the four, I do. Yeah, for yeah. That. We'll have to adopt one. <laughs> I'll be fine. So, yeah, does that conclude the Nigel story? That's, that's enough of Nigel. <laughs> Good on him. Oh wow, this is mm. this is groundbreaking. From okay. twistedtruth.net. Doesn't mean it's not bollocks. <laughs> Although it probably does. <laughs> uh, and finally, on the news.
news this evening. Russia battles Anunnaki in Norwegian territory. Yeah. Russian special forces on Saturday engaged and destroyed an Anunnaki outpost in Norwegian territory, according to Federal Service Bureau agent Dmitry Osmosovich. Who invented osmosis? Did you know that? <laughs> wow! He claimed that on the October third, on October third, Russian tactical drones surveilling the Arctic Circle spotted signs of Anunnaki activity near a mammoth cave on Svalbard, a Norwegian archipel- archipelago. Thank yeah. you very much. Situated midway between Norway and the North Pole, Osmosovich said the newly designed drones are coated with a stealth paint. That renders them invisible to the spectrum of Anunnaki eyesight <laughs> wow. and are fitted with optics that, even at extreme altitudes, can discriminate Anunnaki from terrestrial life forms. Though not armed, the drones transmit real time video and tactical data to operators at Russia's extraterrestrial research station in the Ural Mountains. <laughs> yeah, I just skipped over there. Well, they wouldn't have known if you didn't say it, did they? I did it smooth as fuck. <laughs> They wouldn't know. <laughs> Russian President Vladimir Putin said, uh, he said, analyzed the intelligence and directed Defense Minister Sergei Shogu to assemble a 12-man team to infiltrate and destroy the Anunnaki den. He took these actions despite irremediable tensions with Nordic neighbors who in the past have expressed outrage over Russian military exercises in the vicinity. Well, why are they harboring Anunnaki then? Exactly. Well, they don't know they're there, are they? Uh, well, you know these Norwegians, they're all hippie and that, aren't they? And, I know, I'm thinking of Sweden. Norway's That's all the same. same yeah. Norway's a bit Sweden-y, isn't it? It's all a bit Sweden-y. Yeah, it's all a bit Sweden-y <laughs> right <laughs> there, isn't it? And fucking hippies, they're in the fucking hot tub with the fucking Anunnaki, like, trying to pal up, yeah. not realising that they're, they're secretly invading mm. us and destroying us yeah. on the inside out. Well, these people, I don't know who, who I'm quoting here. This is Osmosovich. All right, he says... These people think we are preparing to invade them. This belief is based on hysteria. Well, it might also be based on your troops coming over the border. Mm-hmm. Might be based on that a little bit. They don't know you're after aliens, do they? <laughs> uh, in fact, it might. It sounds like a pretty good front, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. like, you can't prove they're not after aliens. Well, that's it, you? yeah. It's only a 12-man Spetsnaz team, though. I mean, it's not like a, a battalion of tanks. No. Well, still... I wouldn't be happy finding 12 highly armed, highly trained Russian soldiers creeping through the countryside in, like, Wales somewhere. I'm like, what are you doing here? Dark <laughs> oh, comrade! <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you get the chance to ask that question. <laughs> no, you would be taken out by a sniper yeah. at 300 metres. <laughs> yeah, some Welsh farmer manages to get up behind one. I think, but oh! Fancy seeing you here! What you doing here? I like his little quote, he's quite fucking confident. He says, we wanted to take Norway, Sweden and Denmark. Everyone there will be speaking Russian by now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm will... going to say the story's bollocks. I mean, but they will take any and all necessary action to rid the planet of Anunnaki invaders. I love it. Invaders. Yeah. Cool if true. You know, sounds like an awesome comic book. With a special splits nuts. It's the terrestrial takeout team. Yeah, cool, but I don't think there's much to this, is there? Do we have to go through this <laughs> this fiction? <laughs> Ben's article, something to him. Well, apparently... <laughs> <laughs> they encountered the Anunnaki villains. Ah, oh, come on now. That's 
jumping the gun. How do They're we know? invading the planet. We don't know. It could be peaceful. Guard in the cave. They dispatched them easily without a single Russian casualty. They found a small cache of alien technology which was sent to for analysis and some sort of data pad that Russian intelligence officers believe may hold plans for Anunnaki incursions across the globe. They rigged and detonated the cave with explosives to destroy a pair of interdimensional portals. What? That's stupid! Idiots! You only need to invade that thing! They've blown up a pair of Anunnaki portals in the cave, so... We hope the Anunnaki are realising that we have developed technology to counter their defences and put them on the defensive. This is the most critical battle of our lifetime and President Putin has pulled out all stops. We used to be lambs for the slaughter, but now we can fight back, hopefully either force these vermin from the planet or eradicate them. <laughs> we would bury them. He uh, says we were lambs to slaughter. I mean... Well, they were obviously just sending them in to... A team of three killed three easily. A team of 12 killed three easily. Yeah, but that's because they're, they're developing the tactics and the technology now. Yeah, we sneak up on them when they're asleep now. Yeah, it's start with then. the children. Before the Russians just like... Yeah, fuck it, send in 50 guys and they're probably all going to get shot. It was probably a fucking nursery. It was like 12 like baby Anunnakis, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's making out like, yeah. That's why they blew up the fucking portals to it's hide all the evidence. It's a war crime, if anything, then. They've just murdered three innocents. Yeah. Well, fuck me. <laughs> Where do you find this fucking shite? <laughs> you... I'm part of some very interesting <laughs> Facebook groups. <laughs> People trying to get the truth out there, guess. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I think the clues in the uh, in the name of the company. No, I think this is because it's the twisted, twisted truth. Yeah. I bollocks. No. Yeah. Of course it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I can't tell you what I did in my time in the reserves, but it's nothing like this. Of course it wasn't. Or was it? Because well, no, it wasn't. It was nothing like this, and I know it wasn't. <laughs> So, bollocks. Did you know I wasn't hunting anarchy in the Highlands of Scotland? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> do you have a quick break and then talk about the Saturn Cube Matrix? Let's do it. That's the weird news for this week. Good on you, Russia. Counter the anarchy threat. Alright, so let's talk about the Saturn Cube Matrix. And we'll just give you a little bit of background on Saturn and its symbolism. In the ancient past, Saturn was associated with the god of time, Kronos. That was later Romanized as Saturn. Mm. You see, the Romans had some shit gods, and because did they? yeah, I'm sure they may have argued. Yeah, they did. That's why they <laughs> nicked everybody else's. Uh-huh. They nicked all the Greek gods. Zeus became uh, Jupiter. Kronos became Saturn. Mm. They they basically just sort of went, oh, you know what? Their gods are better than ours. We'll have them. Did you hear Richard Dawkins on Joe Rogan? I did. I like the quote he said. I'm not getting the quote completely right, but it's something along the lines of all religious people are basically atheists anyway because they don't believe in like hundreds of gods. They're actively like, nah, that's bollocks. That you're only one god away from being an atheist. You've just got to stop yep. believing in that one silly one. <laughs> but they're more than happy not to believe in hundreds of others, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, they're all fucking daft. So I never understood why Christianity got on so well because it's a bit dull compared to the other religions, isn't it? I mean... You know, you'd be having orgies around a fire, there's feasting and, yeah. you know, killing people and checking their entrails for the plans of the future. Christianity's a bit tame compared to oh, all that. It was state-sponsored, wasn't it? Mm. It was... It was all about, yeah... It's control. The next opium, life, wasn't it? Opium to the masses, system of control. Anyway, 
But yeah. before all that, they used to worship Saturn anyway, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Kronos, and that's where, and he's also where we get the image of Father Time and the Grim Reaper. Mm. He carries a scythe because Saturn was also the god of harvest and of judgment. The bloody economy, even the gods have got to have more than one job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Kronos heard a prophecy that one day his son, or one of his sons, would usurp him. So he eat all his children. Seems sensible to me. Seems like a reasonable response. Yeah. Mm. There's a famous painting of him eating his children. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Sounds it. Yeah. I like it in a creepy kind of way. <laughs> Creeps me out. You look at it and go, I may not know R, but I know what I like. Is it like Vigo to follow you around the room? Yeah. I'd like a Vigo painting. You can get prints. You can. If I had a kid, I'd mush on my wall. <laughs> if I had a kid, <laughs> now. I'd put it as his, uh, one of his walls. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you can even get a little fluffy teddy bear. Mm. Like a little plush Vigo with hair. Oh, but he's got magical hair. Yeah, he's got a massive bald, bald <laughs> <Skull> head. Yeah. Scully. <laughs> <Skull it. laughs> um, the symbolism with Kronos eating his children is that time will consume everything it creates. Yep. Ouroboros. That's it, Ouroboros. Ouroboros. Yeah. Our Rob or Ross. Yeah. Why do they call him Dave then? It's our Rob or Ross. Ouroboros. And this apparently shows us where Satanists get child sacrificed from because, in a surprising twist, Saturn is actually dum 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 Satan. Satan! Satan's Rigs. Uh, that'd be a good name for a pub. <laughs> Satan's Rings. Or Satan's Ring. <laughs> that'd be a good name for a spicy a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> the hottest pepper ever. New from Domino, the Satan's Ring. <laughs> Can you handle the taste of hell? Oh, yeah. There'd be hot sauce and jalapenos and ghost peppers. The adverts just people on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> People actually spontaneously combusting. <laughs> it's that hot, it will send you straight to hell. Oh, there you go. It's that hot, it'll oh. burn through your anus. Sign us up, Dominoes. You don't actually have a shit, it just mm. burns through you. No. <laughs> so not only is Saturn the sixth planet from the sun, it also has a large hexagonal storm on its north pole, another six. Wow. And the day of Saturn, Saturday... It's the sixth day. Six, six, six. six. Mm. All coming together. Fuck. Yeah. The right of Saturn does make noises. It has. It transmits a radio frequency. We have recorded, not us specifically, have recorded. I was say, you've been busy this week. <laughs> yeah, went down the rabbit hole a bit. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, makes, it transmits a frequency. This is apparently a um, particular kind of frequency which could affect the shape of this storm because uh, that's what it'll do. It's a Fluid dynamics, isn't it? Yes. It'll create a hexagon in a medium. It's a sine tone. And a hexagon is a 2D representation of a 3D cube. Yes. So you can get a 3D cube out of a 2D hexagon. Yeah, I heard David Icke say earlier, geometry, it's all the mm. same. <laughs> is that his measured opinion on yeah. mathematics he was quite certain about it it seems <laughs> now a sine tone on one of them little oscilloscope things that shows you what sound waves look like looks like a snake a serpent yeah. satan oh. turn it on its side looks like a dollar bill what rules the world time and money the love of money is the root of all evil yep do you want to hear the sound of saturn 
I'd like to hear the yes. sounds of Saturn. Oh, just funny, it was discovered in 1981. What, Saturn? No, the, uh, <laughs> the, the hexagon by the oh, Voyager right. probe. South Pole doesn't have one, just the North. Okay? Okay. Screaming. <laughs> the sounds of hell. Yeah, it does sound like the gate of hell has been opened. Yeah, so as referring to the cube, as Mike said, rightly said, you can get a 3D cube from a hexagon. And the cube has kind of permeated its way into our society. Religion, for a start. A certain sects of Judaism wear mini black cubes on their head during worship. Muslims go to Mecca to worship at the Kaaba, which is a giant black cube. They even walk around these in an anti-clockwise manner, just like the rings of the Saturn, like the rings of Saturn move. And the Christian cross is a cube folded out. Yeah. Though I don't know how you fit Jesus in it. <laughs> this is a contortionist. <laughs> <laughs> and the UN has a black cube in their meditation room. Yep. Fucking UN. Then we got the pop culture cubes, the Transformers. Uh, Hellraiser, The Avengers, The Tesseract, Interstellar, 2001 A Space Odyssey, The Hellra Cube. The Cube. Uh, yep. What else is the name? Because Mike's got a massive list here. The, the, the Borg. Mm. Even goes past Saturn in the film. And there's all these black cubes in various countries, in, in, well, and cities, San, Santana, Manhattan, Australia, Denmark, the massive black cube statues. The um, Star of David. Apparently so. Well, yeah, you can fit a cube into the middle of the Star of David. All the sort of, the Toyota logo is apparently Saturn. The Nike tip possibly represents one of the rings The rings I, of Saturn. I think that one's pushing it, <laughs> just slightly. Well, so what's inside Saturn? A black cube <laughs> emitting a tone. There's the possibility that Saturn's rings work like a giant broadcasting system. The frequencies from Saturn are being amplified and relayed to Earth, possibly via the Moon, possibly mm. via the Black Knight satellite, if you think about it. Possibly. Yep. And our brains have been hijacked by the satanic frequency. Well, there, we're looking at a picture there of some Apple building with a, a big glass cube outside the front. Oh, no dice. Black um, cubes of the Pentagon rail system. 9-11 memorial. Bastards. What else have you got? Lots of music videos, black cubes. Apparently it's the reason we exchange rings at weddings. Uh, the reason why we have uh, halos above people in paintings. You've got a car called the Nissan Cube. Yes, yeah. Nintendo GameCube. Game yeah. yeah, but to be fair... Xbox. To, to be fair... The Nintendo GameCube was possibly called 
the GameCube because it was cube shaped and you played games. Yeah, it was sort of black cube. There were purple ones, yellow ones. Mm. Some were black. I'm, I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying I'll, that there's an outside chance there is, that, it, that it's naming has nothing to do with ancient cubes. religions. I'm just putting out black cubes. Okay, and I, Have I, you make of it? It's up to you. Xbox, black cube. The phones, black cube. TV. It's not a cube, it's a tablet. Oh, yeah, see, you could make a cube out of it if you do some lines. I'd have to be really strong to crush this into a cube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. TV's a black cube. Uh, my lamp has got two black cubes on it. Because <laughs> he's just looking at Mike. <laughs> Even the plugs are black cubes. <laughs> With a sceptical look on his face. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to go with a lot of this. <laughs> but I do think, as a broadcast journalist, it's only right that I point out when I think straws are being clutched at. <laughs> you don't say. The Nintendo fucking GameCube. So Mr. Nintendo was like, right, I know we've had the N64, we've had the, we've had the Super Famicom, right? What was that? That was the SNES, what it's oh. really called. Oh, right. In Japan. Yeah, but there's so, a conspiracy, so, then like, so the there? next one... There's a conspiracy. All the, all the businesses and everything all lead to about six corporations. Another six. Another six. But I still think the board of Nintendo so decide make... what Nintendo's next product is. No matter who they're owned ah, by. Ah, but they may have, like, the chairman of that board... Like so, a Satanist. Because of this ancient Saturn religion that we, like, my great 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 grandfather, we used to be part of Mr. Nakamoto Wota, <laughs> um, I believe that the next thing, instead of the Super Famicom 2, it's got to be cube shaped. <laughs> it's got to be cube it's I simply, demand it's cube shaped. It, it simply has to be cube shaped, and, and thus will be called the Nintendo GameCube, as to subconsciously remind people of a religion they don't know exists anyway. Yeah, but think about it. How many board members? A dozen at most. Yeah. All these companies, these major companies, it doesn't. It's not a stretch of imagination to think that the majority of them may be Satanists and may believe this cube thing. What about I'm not these, saying that? What if these cubes are just microtransmitters for the main thing? What if the GameCube's actually broadcasting the frequency straight into your straight into your brain? I can see Gaz isn't convinced. What else you got, Ben? <laughs> um, well, we can tie it into the reptilians and the archons, aliens. That, that's more like it. I'm just saying that's more like it. Satanists on board yeah. somewhere the companies no, go. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Ali- ancient aliens, definitely. It was square. It was a design, like it was square yeah. shaped because of it functionality. It probably was, Gaz. But the conspiracy is that it wasn't. Yes. In a cube for yes. a reason. And, and what I'm saying is the, there's a very <laughs> large possibility that the conspiracy, that particular part of the conspiracy, could be horseshit, is all I'm saying. But back to the reptilians. <laughs> like I say to the listeners, we're not under attack. If you do hear bangs yeah, yeah. in the background, we are approaching bonfire night and people are letting off fireworks. Oh, on November the 5th, we should record. Oh, what, live at a fireworks? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we should try and blag that we're like doing some un. You know, we're in the middle of Syria or something like, <laughs> on the ground reporting. Yeah. I'll pretend I'm a local, you can we're, interview we're me. We're fighting Anunnaki on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> local Syrian man, Gaz, Gazinda. Uh, uh, oh, bloody banging. Uh. I don't know how they sound in Syria. But it'd be great. We'll get awards and stuff. 
up for fake news. They won't know it's fake. <laughs> well, anyway, the idea is this frequency right. is basically affecting our reality. So it's making us all suffer because reality is shit. Everything's getting steadily worse. Right. So we're all miserable, which then uh, causes us to stress. And that feeds the reptilians because they love our negative energy. Well, a bit like the slime in Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Yeah. What if Vigo was trying to save us from the reptilians? Uh, nah, he was trying to bring his dimension through to us, wasn't he? No, nah, he was yeah. going to put himself in the baby and take over the world, but maybe he was to protect us from the, from the reptilians. Nah. No, I'm just throwing it out there. It's, gonna, it's fueling their nefarious agenda anyway, let's put it that right. way. Which is also known as the NNA. The negative alien agenda. Close cousin to the NRA. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. <laughs> and that is to force the planet, to force the planet to serve an alien agenda using bio-warfare technology such as holographic inserts, AI and mind control. Mm. According to um, Norman Bergman, who was a former NASA research scientist, uh, he says Voyager 1 took photos of 11,000 kilometres long spaceships working on the rings of Saturn, repairing them. So, is it, is it an alien transmitting base? Well, I'm not sure, but I did see those pictures with those, like, long pencil-y things in Saturn's rings, which would be thousands of miles long, wouldn't they? Yeah. Is that what yeah. David said? St. Ike. So, from here, they look like little like pencils in the rings. But up close, they're like thousands of miles long and they're constructing the rings. Yeah, up, up keeping them. The rings have grown, have they not? Apparently. No, they're shrinking, aren't they? Didn't David say that they've... Because um, they didn't have any at first. Um, Remember? No, a few hundred years ago, a thousand years ago, there wasn't. Mm. Or a million years ago, whatever. So, they've grown. They've grown, yeah. but I think, they are, they, I think they are shrinking now and they will disappear eventually. Well, these aliens need to get on with it, don't mm. they? Well, then the signal will stop and life would go back to being great then, wouldn't it? Yeah. We'll all live like fucking hippie love yeah. guys. Unless they bring more giant ice cubes and smash them into the ring again. Yeah. Or crystals or whatever they're meant to be. Dust, isn't it? I think Ike thinks they're crystals, isn't he? Well, Ike thinks a lot of stuff. That's how they transmit it, via these crystals. Well, the theory... That Satan, Saturn is the devil incarnate, as some high profile backers. St. David Ike being one of them, and you know, dear listener, you know how much the boys in the apocalypse love a bit of St. Ike. Oh, yes. I was just going to say, before I forget, I've just found it that um, one of Saturn's rings, its most distant ring, is twice as bright and three times as wide as it was during the Voyager flybys in 1980. Wow. So, oh. one of the rings, it sounds, is still under construction. Mm. Okay. Bloody aliens. Hang on. The Anunnaki approach. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the spets, lads? Can you hear them? Mm. <laughs> wow, someone's having a bit of a gun battle. Hang there. on, listener. I'm just going to go kill some alien scum. Ben, <laughs> <laughs> shut me out the window, will you? Our position. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, you little green prick. <laughs> Trying to record a podcast, are you? So when those lizard-eyed, tongue-flicking elites worship the devil, they are in fact directing their prayers at Saturn. Mm. Which used to be the sun. 
Yes, mm. apparently so. I was going to mm. get into that. Dropping bombs. Dropping bombs like it ain't no thing. Yeah, blowing <laughs> your mind, listener. Emmanuel Velikovsky, a Russian psychoanalyst, wrote that Saturn was once the Earth's sun and focus of its orbit until some sort of catastrophic event. Mm. Based on speculative readings of the Bible, interpretation of Mesopotamian beliefs, and probably wondering why Saturn just sounds a bit like Satan. Mm. They call yeah. it the Dark Sun, don't they? The Dark Sun, I like that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Because technically Saturn and Jupiter and the gas planets are... Mm. Stars that never formed didn't right. get big enough to to form mm. into a star. Get that nuclear fusion thing going. Yeah, too cold, not big enough. So if it had have become another sun though, and there'd have been two suns, life on Earth wouldn't exist, would it? It'd be too hot. Yeah. Um, They're saying that we're smacking the middle, aren't we? It depends. Depends where it, it formed. Mm. But if it's a sixth planet out, we're number three, so we're in that Goldilocks zone still. Yeah. But we wouldn't have night. Mm. <laughs> Would we? Mm. We've got two suns, we wouldn't have night. On either boy. side of us. It'd be like Tatooine, son! Yeah. It depends <laughs> on the position of the sun, but there are plenty of solar systems out there that are binary stars. It's very common. Well, it's very woke of you. <laughs> <laughs> they woke of the galaxy. <laughs> I'll have you know, I'm a non binary system. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't be a week without, without you getting triggered by the youth of today. <laughs> so is the um, solar system harbouring an ancient evil? Explains a lot. Um, I don't know. I, it could be. <laughs> the cube itself represents solidarity and a perfection that is static, both earthly and material. So so if Saturn's rings are sending this signal all the way to Earth, which is keeping us in our sort of... Because he said, Mr Ike, on his video, said, I am stuck in a prison of um, work, consume, work, consume, work, consume, repeat and die. Which is, is essentially a pretty good description of my life cycle. So it's, it's not capitalism... That's making me do that. It's it's somehow the signals coming from uh, the rings of Saturn. And if let's say somebody switched it off, what would I do? Would I wake up tomorrow and just text my boss, suck your own prick, you little cockhead, and then uh, never <laughs> I think work it's a again? Bit like they live. It's like a false sort of overlaying or something. What I'm saying is, I don't mind the signal being on. <laughs> stop fucking with it, because it's all right. But what if it switches off and it's horrible? Like, okay, somebody switches that enough, and all of a sudden we become aware that there are six-foot insectoid... Reptilian. Reptilians. in Half-breeds, all sorts, all kinds, fucking everywhere. Feeding off our negative energy. Yeah. That'd be a bit of a pisser, wouldn't it, to wake up on Monday morning and find that out? Yeah. But it'd be like, honestly, though, if you switch it off then and we all get happy... And we all realise that material possessions are nothing, and we strip off our clothes, and even you know, picture all the big major cities, New York, London. Everyone just wanders out their apartments and into the streets that day, like, fuck it, I'm free. Then, two weeks later, there's fucking rioting, <laughs> all systems have crumbled, and on top, like, I'm just saying, leave, leave, Saturn, Saturn, you're doing a good job as far yeah, as I'm but, concerned. But what if like? All right, you I don't and, live in a war zone. Well, what if you go and do your job and yeah. the thing that 
the, the signals are making you unhappy while you do it. Right. When they get turned off, maybe it's got a bit of joke and you actually quite enjoy it. You have that pleasant yeah. endorphin buzz all day. I think Ike says I that it's know, sort I, of... I was like that when I was doing speed every day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you were, maybe you were turning off the frequency. Oh, maybe Class A drugs block Saturn. That's a possibility. Okay, sorry, what were you going to say, Mike? I was going to say that Ike, I think Ike thinks that it's sort of blocking our potential. As right. like psychic ability or something. He's obviously managed to yeah. uh, switch he, his off. No, no, no. I don't think so. I don't think he's well, learned to be psychic. No, either. no, no, but he's blocked. No, he hasn't gone all the way to psychic, but let's say he's blocked Saturn's message just enough for him to be able to go from little nobody, you know, f- retired footballer, joke of the country, to selling out arenas and that because he's been able to stick, believe in himself. Maybe it was because... Well, he's the son of God as well. You know. I think else. he's still trapped in it. I think he's just able... To see past it. Yeah. To understand it. Some blow down the pub told him it was true. Teach us, David. <laughs> Take us with you. Let's go and worship at the feet of St. Ike. I bet you we could probably find his house quite easily in the Isle of Man and we'd knock on the door and we'd just hear, Fuck off! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're really big fans, David. We actually read your books. You know how like, you're always complaining people don't actually... We actually read all 12 million pages. Fuck off! <laughs> I've got your money. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah. All right. He probably, it's probably the last thing he wants to... He spends so much time talking about it. I bet if you bothered him in the street and tried, he just, oh, just fuck off, will you? I don't want to talk about fucking lizard men today. <laughs> Did you see the Liverpool game? <laughs> I don't talk at work. <laughs> I don't know. I just like the way he says, fuck off. <laughs> Symbols are important, aren't they? I, uh, I once yeah. read a book at uni called, I'm going to impress you now because I know something, Semiology. Ooh. The study of signs and symbols. Ah. I can't tell you a single thing from the book. But I, I, <laughs> you read it yeah, as a it book. was on the reading list. It was in that bit, first term when I was actually trying to be a good student. And, uh, I thought the first term everyone just got pissed. No, it was kind of more <coughs> like, I'm going to buy all the books, I'm going to go to every seminar, I'm gonna really going to do this. And by about term two, that's where you're more likely to be like, nah, I'm not going to go to that seminar. <laughs> just going to get high here. <laughs> I've got all the books. I'll just read them at the end of term. <laughs> anyway, what were we saying? I tried to absorb an entire term's worth of knowledge in the last week. <laughs> yeah, works like a charm. Every time. <laughs> I mean, Confucius, Confucius, sorry, said signs and symbols rule the world, not lo- words or laws. A symbol is an information... No, it's kind of... You didn't see this bit. This is someone else. A symbol is inform information field, a gateway to the mind. Yeah, Ike says that triggers our subconscious doesn't it yeah i do believe that symbols hold some kind of not woo woo power like they're talking but i think they're definitely we understand them yeah. sort of at a very well, you know, base level car logos car, you know, stop signs you know what i mean the, the no ghost logo mm-hmm. yeah you know that means the no you know red circle yeah. it means no ghosts sometimes yeah. and uh i ain't afraid of no ghosts so. <laughs> Sorry, I've been playing Ghostbusters all day. <laughs> On the computer, not dressing up and running around my house, <laughs> listener. Oh, I was. <laughs> Fair enough. And, you know, it comes into religion, which, let's face it, if there's any kind of thing in the, in the world that uses symbols to repress us, it's religion. Mm. You either like this cross or you like this moon mm. or this star. Yeah. Christmas is technically Saturnalia in the old church. Yeah. 
They're all Satan worshippers. Religion, banking, politics, corporations, law and court systems and science are all astrologically ruled by Saturn. Mm. Now we can tie this into the Illuminati and the New World Order because the eye above the pyramid, the eye represents Saturn. Lord the of the Rings, the eye. The, yeah, exactly. The eye of Horus. Also yeah. an owl, the which eye ties of, into Bohemian oh, Grove. Mm. Right. So we've got the Illuminati, we've got reptilians, we've got the Matrix. Is Saturn planet X? Oof. Well, no, because it's planet six. It used to be Nibiru, but now it's mm. dead. Could be. That's another theory I've heard. I was just making that up. Yeah, oh, that. See, it makes sense. <laughs> See, so I'm not mental. So it used to be live and thriving. It was live and thriving. But now it's dead. Well, you well, but Saturn could hold life mm-hmm. that we don't know. Oh, yeah. The moons may certainly made him. Now, these reptilian, Anunnaki, whatever they are, they could be from Saturn. They could be like out of our visual range. We, don't, we can't see them or detect them. Maybe that cube is, like, maybe that hexagon yeah. is their little base. And maybe the rings are blocking our frequency so we can't see them. Yeah. What's the hexagon made out of again? Well, it's meant to be, a, it's a thought storm. it's a storm. But it's just stationary? Yeah. No, it spins. Stuck in gravity. Thing. Spins in a hexagon. So it's a storm in a hexagon shape. Yeah, yeah they've done, scientists hexagon. have done tests and they can, it's called fluid dynamics, I think. Yeah, when you put a frequency things. And yeah. would these ancient people have known about that to worship the cube? Oh, they well, I suppose... Aha! Unless it leads back to my old theory that I like to come back to that I didn't invent, but the ancient civilizations being way more advanced than we're led to, led to believe. Because maybe they had... This but the ancients would know if the Anunnaki told them. Well, yeah. They would, but they could also have had like really advanced telescopes. They could say, look, there's a planet, computer six, six planet. Like, Hang on a minute, we've, we can only see. And they can see, we can you see, can see Saturn. Saturn. Yeah, but they wouldn't be able to see that little fucking storm, would they, by the no, naked no. eye? Well, they all turned up with a bunch of cubes. <laughs> Christmas presents. Mm. You know, the, what's the, the stereotypical Christmas present? Is that gift wrap cube? Mm. Not black, though. Cube still? Mm. Nintendo game. Plan. It's all about the cubes. I'm gonna buy one now on eBay. Yeah. Satanist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Play like really childlike Nintendo games. Nintendo does have the most childish like. Yeah, I've never owned a Nintendo. Me either. Fucking I had a SNES. Scum. Never had a SNES. I, had a SNES. I was Sega. Yeah, I was Sega. I had both. Sega then. Always Sega's on the fucking fence. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> or he <was> spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, there was that too. <laughs> I can't say anything, I was quite spoiled. No, I tried the stairs first, and then I got uh, Mega Drive back here. I later. played on the stairs because friends back then used to go around your mates' mm. houses all the time, didn't you? Yeah. Back in the olden days. Yeah. Um, yeah, Andy, three doors down on the stairs, so I played on that. But and it, had super, it had Street Fighter 2, which yeah. the Drive didn't. It got Street Fighter 2 before the Mega Drive, didn't mm, it? The yeah. I wasn't that into the whole brand thing, it was more just like. This one has games that that one doesn't. It was one of them, mm. and I had to say. I must first. admit, I continued to say again. I didn't. I didn't mm. get on Nintendo after so. I think I've discussed this on the show before, but yeah, I my brand loyalty went as extreme as I got a Saturn when the Sony PlayStation came out, despite even the man in the shop telling me not to. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, he was like, trust me, this is, there's hardly any games fit, man. Like, that's a bad sign. This PlayStation's been launched with like 20 games, man, and they're all good. I'm like, ah, I'm Sega. And yeah, like a year later, 18 months later, they're not making games for it anymore. And they did try one more console, the Dreamcast. I had the Dreamcast. I didn't, have I, I didn't get a Dreamcast at the time. I bought it I years bought it. later. Yeah, I bought it second hand. And it added, yeah, me and added internet games. connection. Yeah, copied games, all that. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is quite sweet, actually. Mm. It was ahead of its time. It was. I think it was too ahead of its time because mm. it was the first one to have online gaming, wasn't yeah. it? But they were no one had the fucking internet to actually They were desperately music. trying to get back in the game with... Nobody expected the PlayStation to do what it did. It killed, no. nearly killed off Sega and Nintendo, so they're like, right, we throw everything into this fucking one last thing. And I've never had Sony. Didn't work. I went from Dreamcast to Xbox. Mm. Well, then I became a. I just did what I did with Sega. I did that for Sony. I've had all, mm. all four of the little beauties. I had a PS3, then when their fucking network got hacked, I got money mm. taken out of the account. Yeah. So I sold that. Mm. Then I had an Xbox. I had an original Xbox and then an Xbox 360. I've never really owned a lot of consoles. I had the Mega Drive for fucking years, and I never, I didn't buy an, X, an original Xbox until quite late. Uh, nah, I always love games. Anyway, never, I, I can play it a bit, but I get yeah, bored. I had the Xbox when it got released a few. Months well, the Mega Drive is technically a black cube as well, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, like, Mega Drive so, Two especially. So all these years, I've been subconsciously suckling at the teat of Satan. Yep. And having your old, old reality warp to give mm. negative energy. But it's been to... fun. But I'm happy when I'm playing games. So thank you, Saturn and Satan. Yeah, but see, it makes you happy. Mm. But when you get off it, you immediately go back to being negative and shitty. Mm. So you're like, oh. Well, how do you explain happy people then? Because they do exist. I know they're rare and everyone hates them, but they, <laughs> they do exist. Maybe they just, uh, maybe they don't get the frequency. Mm. Maybe it doesn't affect them. There's always some people stuff doesn't affect. Stupid people do tend to be happier, don't they? No, I think their lives are just as dull. miserable. I think Darren and Debbie are just as miserable as fucking I am. I don't think they are, though, mate. I don't know. Ignorance is bliss. That's it. It, it is, but you've still got, like, the problems of the systems, which is money and things like that. So, yeah. yeah, but they don't know any better. They don't know what they're missing. So they don't lament, oh, we could have mm. this. They're just like... I've got yeah. 17 kids. <laughs> 25 grand a year in fucking benefits. Bigger tellies than us. God, you're 70 like my dad. No, no, these no, homeless no, people. No, no. <laughs> all these people with laptops. Yeah, he thinks that homeless people make <laughs> loads of money. He thinks, well, some of them make loads of money. You know, they make a living in top. What, 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 being homeless? Huh? <laughs> yeah, but, you know. And every person on the dole has got a bigger telly than him. Well, I'm, I'm done for the black cube. Yeah. That's it then, is it? So is it affecting our reality? Oh, fucking course it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not in for the reptilians? You're not down with Saint Ike? I listened to him talk for an hour, and you know I'm a, I'm a David Icke apologist. But, but you like all this anarchy, ancient alien stuff? Yeah, but this is a bit... So the rings of Saturn... There'd be easier ways to fucking control... Bollocks. <laughs> aliens, isn't it? Doing with it. We're living in a, an alien altered environment. Yep. In the alien matrix, making us miserable. They're feeding up on our negative energy to control us. It's a cross stream. They live in the matrix. <laughs> I'm doing with it. It's funny that, isn't it? <laughs> what are you trying to say? It's funny how close it is to popular fiction. Yeah, it is, isn't it? You mean like all these conspiracy theories? Mm. 
<laughs> yeah, I, like I say, I've, ancient aliens, ancient civilizations, yeah, but is is the rings of Saturn broadcasting a frequency that makes me miserable? No. The news is broadcasting a frequency that makes me miserable. But the Designed people, to you, mate. Social media. Designed to keep you in a state of fear and what panic. The, and I don't think it's from Saturn. Well, the Satanist thing, the cues are cropping up everywhere, and the, that's the Saturn symbology. It's that's I mean, that's, but it could represent something completely fucking different. We got nowhere knowing. Yeah, but ev- in every major religion, there's a cube. Mecca is a cube. Yeah, Christianity, the cross is a cube. Judaism have little cubes on their heads. Fucking cube heads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is weird, isn't it? Yeah. Same with the pyramids and the eyes. Why the fuck? Is it in everything? Yeah. Obviously, the eye is Saturn, isn't it? So. There you go. The pyramid is the system we're in. Yeah. And Satan or the aliens yeah. sit at the very top of it. So I don't know whether that. I don't know whether it is ancient aliens or or what. I believe that the some people at the top that believe this shit. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah, you know I believe they uh, they have ancient religions yeah. that we won't know about. I just think it, the whole. It, the fact that Saturn's affecting our reality, I'm not too. Uh, no, that's. Maybe people did used to worship. The black cube is interesting. Ah, yeah, there you go. That's my two pence. Inconclusive. Well, prove it. As per usual. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't prove anything. What unless, you you, unless you go to Saturn, smash all the rings up, and then see if the signal stops and. We see the Anunnaki. You're on the phone back to Earth. Yeah. Oh, I smashed the rings. Is anything better yet? No, it's just shit down here, mate. No, I've yeah. smashed a few rings before. <laughs> he said earlier, though, that it's easier to explain that the moon doesn't exist than it does because it doesn't make any sense or something like in I suppose terms and stuff like that. And ties it shouldn't into be there. Hollow moon, doesn't it? Mm. This convenient how it's the same distance away from the sun. As it is smaller than the sun, so that's why we get the eclipse. Unless my moon yeah. is designed by a divine there we go. being. There, have that fucking shitty Facebook fucking reviewer. We just did figure out if God was real. <laughs> I don't think he listens anymore. No. <laughs> no. God too be... busy listening to priests. God, touching... God could be an anarchy god. Well, it's been the space, I mean. Most religions, their figurehead was probably an alien, wasn't it? I mean, some mythical being rocks up. Hey, look, I can walk on this water because he's got a jetpack. <laughs> Watch me turn this water into wine because he's got some kind of replicator. Could be. Any technology so far advanced is confu- is easily confusable with magic. That or they're tripping on mushrooms. Or they're tripping on mushrooms or that really strong stuff. What's it called? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Cow pole. Cow pole. Lots of strong stuff. I drank cough medicine from the bottle on Friday. I'm not going to lie, I think I did. It may have been a placebo, but because I, I wasn't drinking, I think I did feel like a... It's got alcohol in it, hasn't it? I think I did feel a wooziness. Could have been the joints. <laughs> Alcoholics. You weren't at work when you were doing that. No, I, well, it's <laughs> a day I've got no holidays left, so I had to struggle through it for work. Cough so much my fucking stomach was hurting. Well, obviously, I wanted a joint when I got home. I was literally like a few tokes and then ah, <laughs> sip on the old Cavonia. A few more tokes. A bit of a fit. 
<laughs> let, it, let it all die down a bit. I got through it. Cough up blood. And I slept. <laughs> yeah. Black Cube is interesting. When you think of it, there's a lot of cubes about, isn't there? Everything seems to be cube shaped. Madison Square Gardens is cube. Oh, that's from the future armour. Isn't this like just uh, another version of Paradolia? You're just going to be looking for cubes everywhere now. Yeah, maybe. And there's a difference between square and cube. Like you said earlier, the TV's a cute black cube. It's not, though, is it? It's a flat black rectangle. It's three-dimensional. It's not quite a cube. So you Why could... are all TVs black, then? They're not. That one's fucking grey. Yeah, that's all. Very economic, and I bet you will have found over the years, grey ones started to sell less and less, so they just stopped making them because black just looks could, smarter, doesn't it? You can have any colour as long as it's black. Yeah. Oh, the Model T was a bit cube-shaped. Uh, uh, Henry Ford, well-known racist. Well, that's why most vans are white, because it's cheaper. Yeah. So, I don't know, I guess that's cheaper. Anyway, fucking black cubes. Saturn Matrix. If you spot any anywhere in weird places, let us know. Yeah, why not? And don't send me pictures of your GameCube, though. <laughs> <laughs> send guys all the pictures you want of your GameCube. <laughs> Should we move on? We yeah. news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. First bit of weird news. One million pounds, 18 carat solid gold toilet stolen from Blenheim Palace overnight. Wow. <laughs> Brennan Palace's newly installed £1 million 18 karat gold golden toilet was stolen. The working toilet, which went on display on Thursday, was stolen in the early hours of this morning and is still missing, Thames Valley Police said. And the incident happened at the palace in Woodstock, Oxfordshire, just before 5am and caused significant damage and flooding. <laughs> so he's got a crowbar and ripped it out. <laughs> police confirmed the 66-year-old man has been arrested in connection with the incident and remains in police custody. The loo had been unveiled as part of an art exhibition entitled America at Winston Churchill's birthplace this week. Visitors had to book a time slot for the loo in advance uh, and told to respect the three-minute rule three minutes? imposed to reduce queuing times. I'm sorry. I can't dump in three I minutes. I can't dump in three minutes. No. no I need to read. I need to relax. Unless there's something wrong. Unless there's something yeah, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe they sell high. maybe they sell X Lax in the uh, gift shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's the sole reason that that's there is for people to queue up and shit on the golden throne. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Who is this rich, eccentric? Was well, an art exhibition? Oh like... fucking hell! Couldn't that have fed some people? I was well, about, I think... that for a piece of art. Yeah. yeah. Detective Inspector Jess Milne said the piece of art that's been stolen is a high-value toilet made out of gold. I bet they just never imagined it. They come in, what the fuck's a toilet? <laughs> Read that. Due to the toilet being plumbed into the building, this has caused significant damage and flooding. <laughs> we believe a group of offenders used at least two vehicles during the offence. The artwork has not been recovered at this time, but we are conducting a thorough investigation. We're sitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, gee... This angered me. Why yeah. is that? Because it's a million pound toilet. It's made of gold. Yeah. I mean, kids starve in this country, man. Mm. No, it, it just goes to show our fucking hypocrisy and 
I mean, you're putting a solid gold toilet into what's already a fucking palace. Yeah. See, a working class artist would have never even conceived of such a heinous. That's it. You know, fuck posh people. Kill the rich. Eat the rich. Come on, baby, bite that son of a bitch. <laughs> Ironically, Lemmy being a multi-millionaire. <laughs> uh, he might not have been when he wrote that, though. Yeah, but he was a multi-millionaire who lived in a shitty little flat because it was within walking distance of his favourite bar. That's also true. Yeah, so... I'm glad the fucking toilet got stolen. So am I, fair play to have nicked it. See, remember back to the um, robbery episode, Mike? Yeah. Nobody got hurt, so it's romantic. Stealing from the man. Stealing a gold car, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You never believe what these fucking cunts at that fucking art gallery have got and done. There's a fucking million pounds worth of toilet sat there, fucking gold-plated. One little poxy fucking security guard. They're fucking asking for it, innit? Yeah. I bet it's in some fucking grotty flat, innit, in the middle of, of the it's, 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 it's getting melted. down. Like waiting and waiting there to slob for no. the uh, Harry Enfield. It's what, getting... what, what, what? <laughs> I'm on the golden loo! <laughs> I'm smoking a fag on the golden toilet. <laughs> No, what, it's, what, getting, what? it's getting melted down. Like they said, they've arrested people. They ain't recovered it. No one's saying shit. Everyone's going to do maybe 10 years. Get out. Spend that money. Yeah, man. Yeah! Fight the power. Fight the artists. And, and, and any artist who's got a million pounds of gold plate of toilet needs to fuck off anyway. Just fuck off. Yeah. Yep. Spend it on something sensible like a private island like rock stars do, you dick. Don't go rubbing it in people's faces with a golden toilet exhibit. Bastards. This probably wasn't even the story designed to trigger me, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> triggered me a little bit. No. Yeah. I think uh, it triggered all of us. <laughs> all right, what's the next one? Oh, man. Oh, no, he's on our times. Captain America gets caught breaking into home <laughs> shed. Oh. oh, he's on hard times now. <laughs> he's got dementia, any? He's old. It looks like Captain America wasn't being very American. A man dressed head to toe in a hilarious and unflattering Captain America costume was caught breaking into a Mississippi home shed by a property owner who turned out to be the real hero. The alleged burglar, 36-year-old David Hobbs, was seen pouting on a bench as he was getting cuffed at a police station in Clarksdale. Hobbs is still wearing his mask, pulled up onto his head with a pair of handcuffs dangling in between his legs. Oh, but that's not all. To complete his elaborate costume... The faux-muscled superhero was also wearing a pair of fairy wings <laughs> when he burgled the shed at three in the morning. So it seems like this man had a very wild night, drank too many shots of tequila and decided to celebrate Halloween in September. You know, just the usual. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not exactly the, the best costume to be sneaking around in at night, is it? Not really. No. He was either incredibly drunk or subconsciously wanted to get caught. Yeah. Fairy wings <laughs> and a Captain America outfit. I mean, Where it's going to be pretty easy to from? it's going to be pretty easy to pick out in a fucking lineup. Line <laughs> <laughs> yeah, superheroes like Batman and yeah, yeah. Got the Batman, Joker. the Incredible Hulk. You got Captain, Captain America, America but no fairy wings. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't him, you're off. No, oh, that guy definitely had fairy wings. Or number five. It wasn't him, officer. Oh, but speaking of drunk, very brief tangent, but I, I found a beautiful clip surfaced online of um, Hulk Hogan in a, in a very busy bar. He's got one crutch because he's about, he's pre-op 
not trans. That'd crush you, wouldn't he's, it? He's, yo, fuck me, I'd kill myself. He, he's pre-knee up. Anyway, the story before the video starts, because I've heard him talk about it since, is uh, some fans in a bar came over to him and Ric Flair and were being a bit too aggressive and that, and they were like, look, just leave us alone, please. Maybe not so politely, and the guy was swearing at them and whatever. And apparently there's a, gir a, a drink in America called a Shirley Temple, right. which is seen as a very effeminate kind of drink. So this guy who was told to fuck off ordered two Shirley Temples and sent them to Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Then the video starts of a quite irate Hulk Hogan swinging a crutch, or just sort of waving a crutch menacingly, and this guy with all his friends there, and they're all about 20 years younger than him, and he's just like, Brother, the last time I had a Shirley Temple, I slept with your wife. <laughs> you need to calm down or come outside, brother. You don't know what you're messing with. And like the guy, like his friends are trying to calm him down. The guy's just like, okay, I'm sorry. And I'm like, that's the greatest video I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised him and Ric Flair hang out. <laughs> well, they're, they're doing that thing, aren't they, at the moment. It's Team Flair versus Team Hogan and... So they were on their way to Saudi Arabia, there, but apparently I heard Hulk talking on his Facebook and he was like, what this guy didn't realise was, like, we're all on our way to Saudi Arabia, so there's probably like a hundred wrestlers in that bar. And, like, I was aware that they were all kind of circling and <laughs> had sort of heard and were preparing. He was like, that guy had no idea what could have happened to him, but... Yeah, it was just cool to see Hogan dissing a younger man in a bar. You see, back in the day, that wouldn't have happened. The heels oh, and the faces killed him. No, the heels and the faces weren't allowed to mix. Oh, no, not at all. But, yeah. Even flew them out on separate planes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were not allowed to mix. To keep up the pretense. Yeah. So, right, sorry, I derailed us. Any more on um, Saggy Captain America? No, just that, uh, that's it, really. He's been, he decided Captain America went rogue. Not a real not American. Not for the first time. Yeah. Well, who's more American, Captain America or Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. He waves a flag and everything. Captain America literally wears his and has it on his shield. Yeah, but he kills people. Hulk, you know, Hulk Hogan, Hogan hasn't. He fights for the rights of every man. He's a real American. <laughs> That's what Captain America's doing. He only fights for one no, thing. No, Captain America fights for the rights of the American man. You guys lost everybody, Gaz. No, no. Didn't no. just fight Thanos for for America, did he? Yeah, but he started off as a puppet of America. Well, you know, they gave him those muscles. Hogan's way more American. He's got a song. <laughs> <laughs> it literally states, "I am a real American," over well, and over again. Well, bigger the front, bigger the back. Yeah, he's more American than like Uncle Sam. <laughs> well, right. He's more American than George Washington wearing Apollo Creed's trunks doing a, a slam dunk at a fireworks display. <laughs> While eating a hot, a hot dog. dog. Yeah, <laughs> he's more American than that. <laughs> wow. I don't think Washington was American, was he? He started it, though, didn't he? He did he start it. He was, yeah, he was born in But he America, couldn't have been yeah. American if he no, started it. He could have been born he? in America if he started it. Well, maybe he was. No, he was. Washington he was born in Virginia. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been America then. It would have been the, the colonial colonies. It would have been a British subject. He would have been British. He would have been a British subject, yes. Yeah. So he wasn't very American at all. Well, you could say you could say that starting America be very, very is quite American. And what's the final news story? Mm. Uh, cunt Ooh. claims there are no. <laughs> sorry, time traveller claims there are no banks, money, or wars in the year twenty three hundred. How did he pay to travel back? Apex TV again. Oh, these <laughs> fucking lunatics. <laughs> 
couldn't Do you remember that time traveller that was like, he'd come back and then his older, fatter self yeah, came back? just two <laughs> different people. It's well, just, like, that, it's just his dad who decided to get in on it because he was bored. <laughs> the one that captured that robot's arm. And there was oh, a fucking litter picker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with some wires taped to it. These yeah. fucking idiots. I killed a robot fox. I took it on. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, <laughs> you just taped some wires to a litter picker. Uh, well, at, at least this website has the good graces to start their uh, article with another highly dubious video. Was posted by the YouTube channel Apex TV, which once again shows a person claiming to be a time traveller. As with previous instalments from Apex TV, the character in this clip does not actually offer any proof of his travels, but he does give an interesting account of what things could be like in the future. He looks like my old physics teacher. <laughs> he looks like Wade Wilson post mutation. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He's like a man in a really shit Halloween mask. The man in the video claims his name is Gerard Gardner and says that he travelled forward in time to the year 2300 and was able to somehow make it back. I know, it sounds crazy. But this channel has over one million subscribers, many of whom seem to take these types of claims seriously. In the video, Gardner explains that he was an agent for the English government who was involved in a secret military programme in the late 1980s, which sent him to the future. Garden claimed that floating cities are used in the future because they can move around easily and for some reason create less pollution. He said that this type of thing was possible thanks to anti-gravity techniques that could levitate an entire city. Mm, maybe Garden. some cities in the clouds we've seen. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He also said that the future is filled with work camps where rule breakers are sent to pay their debts to society. He also claimed that the worst criminals in society get their... Consciousness uploaded to a computer where they are imprisoned and enslaved for eternity. Sounds like a dystopian hellhole. Yeah. A bit fucking harsh, isn't it? Yeah. That sound nice. Oddly enough, he also claimed that there was no money. Plus, you just have like a computer full of nonces, wouldn't you? Mm. And criminals. Yeah. Well, Loads no kids in there. It'd be like, right. like the Ghostbusters containment unit. Well, don't let your kid log on to that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what if they get out and spread through the internet? Yeah. Well. It's on the internet already. Digital nonsense, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, this fucker. Digital nonsense. <laughs> Hang on a minute, though. He says there's no um, no money. Well, you don't need money if everyone's a slave in a work camp. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's the only point. way you go if you break the rules of yeah. the work camp. Oddly enough, he also claimed there was no money, no banks, and no war in the future. Gardner seemed to think that the future was a pretty great place. Well, good for him. In fact, during one point in the video, he broke down into tears and told the audience that he would have loved to stay there if he could have. What do you think about the Apex TV? Well, I'll tell you what I think. I think it's bollocks. <laughs> I'm thinking that we need to jump on the bandwagon. Mentally unwell people. I'll just make up a video tomorrow in the van. I'll just make up a story about the future and I'll send it to them and we'll see what happens. I'm genuinely thinking we start our own channel where we take it in turns to rotate as time travellers, mm. blur our faces out, just say some bollocks at the year 2600 and fucking see how many people yeah. watch it. Everybody's fish people now. <laughs> yeah, everyone's a fish person in the year 2600. We'll just, what are the lyrics to that fucking busted song? I've been to the year 3000. Not much, Not much has changed. changed, but we live underwater. I saw your great, 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 great granddaughter and um, she's pretty fine. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from my great, great, granddaughter, guys. <laughs> <laughs> As, as foretold to us by the prophets, busted. <laughs> <laughs> or was it the other one, McFly? Oh, 
like they're pretty much interchangeable. They kind of, and, literally, they were, and then they didn't they even join together and become Mick Busted. Oh, yeah. no. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, no, well no. the main ones from each one fucked off to do other things. I well, think. that one and did a metal band which wasn't yeah. too bad. Charlie went, so That's it. The remaining ones mm. got together like losers. Like, well, we haven't got a real uh, band, but we McBusted. Oh. They were pretty interchangeable, though, weren't they? They were exactly the same mm. kind of pop Ugh. rock awfulness. Do you know what though? I bet if on my way home that song came on, I'd probably turn it up. It seems to me that the lyrics are a bit flawed because I'd say that living underwater is a massive change. Yeah. Not much has changed when we live underwater. Well, I'd say that's a pretty big change. <laughs> Everything's Gretchen the same. Greta was right. Everything's the same. Off. <laughs> but we nearly went an entire fucking episode without anybody invoking the name of Satan's nipple herself. <laughs> Do you know, I haven't thought about it all fucking day. <laughs> oh, I had a good day today, Ben. I know, but if anyone's <laughs> going to ruin it, it's going to be me, let's face it. Oh. I mean, I have to trigger you somehow. Well, fuck her, fuck you, fuck this time, Traveller. <laughs> I think that concludes the news. So let's finish with Full Alex, favourite quiz show in this flat. premise of the show is Mike finds us a couple of random weirdos on the internet. And then he pits them against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. And the winner is who we decide goes more full Alex. Because remember, it's alright to go a little bit Alex, half Alex, three quarters Alex on a train or podcast, hey. but never go full Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this, eh? Don't you know I'm local? <laughs> First up, one of my favourites, yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson on Elijah Cummings. That's what happens when you mess with the great white hope. Oh, he's, of course, he's referring to Donald Trump. Do you know who Elijah Cummings I do not. Was? He was a Democrat senator. Right. Black senator who died recently. He's about 86 or something. Oh, right, so he wasn't, he wasn't unexpected, no. I'd say. He wasn't suicided. No, one old fellow, but he, he did a lot of civil for civil rights and. So Jesse Lee Peterson, who himself is an African American man, yep. is slating another African American man who participated in the civil rights movement and fought for the equality of blacks in American yep. society, while praising a, let's say, openly racist president yep. as the Great White Hope. Yep. Do you know the ironic thing about the Joe story of that phrase where that comes from? No, go on. Right, basically it was boxing. Oh yes, there was a black guy, wasn't there? He was, um, he was, he was the, the best. Yeah, he was just shit hot. Yeah. And they called out this this white fighter who'd been the previous heavyweight mm. champion retired. That's it. I'm not sure if he'd retired undefeated. Mm. And they were calling him the great white hope. It was a chance to show that the white man was better than the black man at boxing. It was against Jack Dempsey, wasn't it? Mm. Yes, and uh, basically, yeah, he was called Thanks. the great hope. Ironically, he the white guy lost. Yeah, good. Probably because he was over the hill and retired. Oh, yeah, but it's not... Also, well, no, let's face it. I mean, it's it's just... That's why they the Great White Hope is like a joke term now. Mm. I can't think of his name. He uses it still. He uses it still because he's a fucking idiot. I thought you were pointing at him. Because he's a fucking idiot. So let's see what this fucking idiot's got to say. He did. That's what happens when you mess with the Great White Hope. Don't mess with God's children. (laughs) 
Don't mess with God's children. So the headlines are describing him as powerful orator. That means he had a big mouth. Mama mouth. A powerful speaker. They all preach like, you know how those blacks go into the preaching mode, right? Obama did that. Michelle does that. Big Mama Michelle. But may his soul rest in peace. But don't mess with the great white hope. You see what happens. Come on, man. <laughs> man, so he's he look older than 68, though, huh? Yeah, 80. Maybe 88, <laughs> 90. Can I get an amen? 91. And if you notice, John McCain, he did. Charles Krauthammer, he did. And Elijah Cummins, no, he did. They all did like the Great White Hope. They went against him. They talked about him. Now they all did. That's amazing. Jesse B. Peterson thinks it's amazing that all the people died. Because John McCain was getting out of it, wasn't he? Yeah. Young man and guys killing. Yeah, I like how he got. Oh, shit, I don't know what to say. Uh, he did. He did. Don't mess with God. Oh, God. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing old people die. Well yeah. done, Jesse. Well done. Did he say he was 68 in that? Maybe he was 68. Then I thought he was over 80. But it wasn't old no, age. No, no, he said, um, no, he said he's, he's the old and 68. And he said he looks older, I think. He said. Yeah. Yeah. He might be 68. Jesse yeah. Peterson. Anyway, they died because they slagged off Trump, not because yep. they were old. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, Dave, Coach Dave Day with my ass. Oh, man, you're bringing out all the big guns. Yeah. yeah. This is like a fucking battle royale. Well, Dave Dowdmeyer uh, says, Coach Dave, sorry, says we need to make homosexuality unthinkable again. I'm sorry, I I'm going to guarantee you in a few years we're going to find him in a fucking motel room with a rent boy. More than likely. It's every single one of these fuckers who goes on Especially about it so you and him, you keep using the same red boys. <laughs> Sorry. Every single fucking... I'm not going to find him in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the way you're like, one day we, I know it was the collective we, but I was thinking, I'm not going to be in the same hotel as you and this guy and some red boy. No, Why would burst. that happen? No, we could burst in on him. Uh, I don't know. You could tell me about it afterwards. I'll wait in the bar. <laughs> What bar is a shitty motel and <laughs> okay. they want to drive to? <laughs> you just park up inside your room like at the start of Dust Till Dawn. Ah, yes, classic. And we just, like, we know he's there. We've tracked mm. him because we've been tracking him down waiting for this to happen. Then we just burst through the door, catch him in the act. Right. Okay. Well, let's hear what he's got to fucking say, the big prick. Oh, bigger the front, bigger the back. Mayor Pete but Buttplug would be just another mayor in America if he wasn't didn't have a, 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 a husband. Is it a husband he has? I think he has a husband. Uh, and I think he calls himself the wife. I'm not sure. I, I'm telling you. I think he I think he says he has a husband. Folks, we're talking president of the United States here, right? You're, you're, you're correct, Coach. So, so he doesn't even take the leadership role in his home because he has a husband, he being the wife. Now, if he is the wife, does that mean I, I just I, I'm sorry. Uh, you can hit the hit the hit the.
button to, to stop what I'm about to say. I'm going to say it. You can hit the button if you want to. Uh, if he's the wife, does that mean he is the insert or the insert E? Which, which, which role would you Mayor care? Pete play? We live in a culture and a society where we are giving serious consideration to a man who performs oral sex on another man. Okay. I would assume he does. Okay. Uh, let me, hang on. I'm sorry. Somebody's getting nervous. I don't care. Listen, we have to make this stuff. We, this is, we have to make this stuff unthinkable again. We have to. We have to. I'm, I, I don't know Pete. I don't know Mayor Pete. He's probably a great guy. Probably a great neighbor. Probably is. But what he does in the privacy of his own home is, in fact, his own business until he wants to be president of the United States. And then when he wants to be president of the United States, I'd like to do some scrutiny on what type of moral character this guy has. And I'm just telling you this. If this guy's moral character involves doing what I believe he does, has to do in order to have an orgasm, <clears throat> I got a problem with it. And we need to make homosexual homosexuality unthinkable again, folks. It needs to go back in the closet. It needs to go back in the closet. That's where you are, isn't it, Coach Steve? You're firmly in the closet. I would say there's a very, very strong chance of this. Yeah, bigger the front, bigger the back. Nah, and it's all it's the same with every single one of these fuckers who preaches against it. it. Says it should be stoned and it shouldn't be fucking allowed. They're all fucking equally gay. Probably. You know, they are. They just are. It's just, why are you that bothered about it if that's not the case? If you've been taught, you've been raised to believe that it's wrong, you are that way. Therefore, you actually hate yourself, but you put on a bigger front because you're like, oh, you know, I hate them guys because I can't fucking do that. I mean, to be fair to him, when he was a kid, it was probably illegal. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Still, he's, he's just a fucking idiot. Oh. Um, you can't turn back. And like, plus he's fighting a losing battle. Society has come on so far in terms of, I mean, it's homophobia is still rampant, but it's way still more... rampant. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you meant homosexuality is rampant. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, yeah, sorry, go on. Like, uh, but it's way more mainstream yeah. and accepted than it was 20 years ago. And he's fighting it. Can't go. The genie can't go back in the bottle. If anything, it's getting worse. We're surrounded by him. <laughs> Pride should be renamed arrogance. One in ten, apparently. I'm joking. I still think that seems a little high. One in ten. Oh my god, that's yeah. what he was thinking yeah. about. Yeah. I want to be a monkey wrench. Yeah, the, the guy's obviously a fucking out of touch dinosaur prick, isn't he? He's just a bigot, isn't he? We've had him on before, and he's just just been a racist bigot. I mean, it's is. I don't know whether he's saying. I don't know if he believes this, or I don't know if he's just saying it for shock value. To be honest. Mm. Ah, fuck you, me the way. Right. I don't get shot in the head in my, my revolution. <laughs> We're on to the daddy. We've got a treat today. Alex Jones doing stand-up. I want the whole video, Mike. <laughs> Alex Jones doing stand-up from 2004. Wow. Uh, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, he's going to come out here, he's going to talk to you, and he's going to bring up Dougie. Uh, I am a huge fan of his. Uh, it's really it's an honour to bring him up here. Uh, please keep it going for the Lord of Conspiracy, Alex Jones, everyone. You came out here to have a good time, and here's some great comics. Believe me, you've heard of that last guy. Was, 
absolutely amazing. And Doug's, Doug's great too. He's a, well, he's a degenerate atheist, but other than that, he's a pretty good guy. No, but seriously, uh, I'm not a comedian. And I've heard a lot of stuff about Iraq, and I've heard some other comments about politics. And let's just go over some basic stuff here for a minute, okay? This is not a drill! This is some serious shit! Alright? I've got the film clip of Eisenhower back in 1958 calling Fidel Castro the Abraham Lincoln of the Caribbean. Maybe he is. But my point is, they put that motherfucker in power. They put him in there. But it's not just him. It's everybody. It's Ho Chi Minh. It's Mao Zedong. It's Manuel Noriega. It's Osama bin Laden. It's Saddam Hussein. It's the Shah. It's the... They build them up, they knock them down, and I watch them stick our troops in these meat grinders. And it's all admitted, you know, I'm the weirdo who sits there and watches the C-SPAN documentaries where they've got the 85-year-old CIA section chief, you know, who back in 1950 goes, well, actually, the CIA was behind Mao and we put him in the power. Of course, I already knew that, but now these, these bastards are admitting it? Mao Zedong killed 50 million people! That's a comedy club. <laughs> and they want to sit around and tell me about Saddam Hussein for some war for $4 trillion in oil? Oh, we wouldn't do that over oil. We're just the big badasses in the 100-story buildings that own and run the nuclear weapons that own their private prisons that, you're, that they're going to stick you and your family in as soon as they find you doing something wrong, some bullshit law they created. So this is the reality. And I have to sit here and watch him setting this up, setting up a living hell for all of us. The boys running this country, and I mean Mr. Kerry and his cousin George W. Bush, his coffin made stone bones, these guys are the ones who put the Hitlers and the Stalins in. They're the people that create the crises to offer you the solutions. And somebody said 1984, and it's true. That's what it's all about. The war is against the people. The war is against the people. But going back to Saddam Hussein, I'm going to bring Doug up here, because that's who you came to see. And they, they asked me to run here, so I did it. Take your time. But, is that David Degenerate Rockefeller. David Rockefeller, you might want to find out who he is. He, he really doesn't like you. He wants to put cancer viruses in your vaccines. He, he really wants to kill you. Boy, he's a sicko. He's really, he's, he's a Malthus. He's a social Darwinist. He wants to kill 80% of you. He, he says it in major publications. He knows you don't read them. So he laughs at you. No, but David Rockefeller, when Mao died in 76, he was in the New York Times. He said, oh, Mao's so wonderful, Mao's so great. Does such a great job, what a wonderful person. That's how arrogant these people are. But let's face Saddam Hussein. Admitted fact, 1954, young 18-year-old guy, they hire him, CIA, takes him to Egypt, trains him how to kill people. Trains him how to blow stuff up, shoot people. They send him into Iraq, oh, he kills hundreds, hundreds. Takes over, and then by 1969, they tell the Ba'ath government, we'll have Saddam stop killing all of you if you put him in as the head of security. 
kind of like the right foot Porter Goss is the head of our security, our new Gestapo. And uh, then in 1979, they put him in as the president, and they say, sick him, sick him, get him, admittedly, attack, Iran, kill, kill. And he kills a million, three hundred thousand of the, the damn Iranians. And uh, then a few years later, they tell him, go ahead and invade Kuwait now. Why the ambassador, April Gillespie, sits their own chair with him. He goes, I don't think you should invade immediately. This ain't going to fail. And he rolls in, follows orders. And I, I, I watched that guy two years ago sitting there all freaked out with his cat going, I've been set up. It's on the RPD. I was ordered to do all of this. I, 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 you know, he's finally admitting all this. But you never hear about that in America. So do I like Saddam Hussein? Hell no. I hate this guy, this hitman they created. But it's the same thing with all these people, Noriega, all of them. It's a joke. They've got to have somebody to bomb so they go out and create the boogeyman and have them do some mischief. It, it's just incredible. And, you know, growing up, young man, you can be president. Any young lady can be president. We can all be president. It's a free country. Is that why you've got 15 members of Skull Bones each year out of 290 million people? 15 members each year. And we can't even have two presidential candidates that aren't from that group. Hey, you're blowing my buzz. Now you see this guy's just been blowing his buzz. Hey, Johnson, get off the stage. See you there? See you there? Come on, man. We're here to have fun. Hey. <laughs> so they asked me to come up here. You're blowing my buzz. See, he wants to. ruining my buzz. Yeah. 
only thing that didn't really finish that for me was the fact that the guy didn't knock him out on stage. He's trying to what a fucking look. He's, I agreed with most of that. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. It's a, it's just a it goes to a comedy club, starts destroying their buzz, and then someone, somebody, somebody just dares to say, hey man, we came here to have a laugh and have fun. He then proceeds to start threatening them with violence. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Alex Jones. You'll all be slaves, seven million of you will be slaves. <laughs> <laughs> They're putting cancer in your food. You're killing my buzz, man. You're a fucking weasel, pussy. You're too much of a pussy to face the truth. I bought tickets for a comedy oh show. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you pussy. <laughs> fucking hell. He's a fucking... He's a maniac, isn't he? <laughs> it's a performance. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's definitely a performance, but the fact that he can do that, mm. that he can rattle all that off, he didn't pause for fucking breath. No. And most people would be shitting themselves with a face with a comedy audience. But he was like, nah, fuck it, give me that money. Give him the odd truth. Yeah, <laughs> he just fucking annihilated them with sound. I agreed with 90% of it. <laughs> well, it's 2004, it's before things got really squirrely for him. But Okay, should we recap? <laughs> right, Jesse Lee Peterson says, uh, don't mess with Donald Trump, the great white hope, or you'll die of old age. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Dalmeyer, noted homosexual, says we need to make homosexuality a thing again. <laughs> and Alex Jones does some stand-up. <coughs> Not really stand-up, but, you know, just uh, shouts at an audience. He just, and, he just, and then just depressed an entire comedy audience. Oh, man, imagine if the fucking dude was just... I bet he wouldn't have fucking said it if he was a big fucking ripped dude, mm. would he? Of course he wouldn't have. He's not stupid. Or just some, there's some boxer or MMA fighter in the crew who goes, I'll fucking have you, Alex. I'll swing for you. He just goes down there and chokes him out. Mm. Well, I don't like that. It's difficult. I'm going for a Jesse. Yeah, because he's just saying if you mess with the great white hope, Donnie Trump, you're going to die of old age. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, Jesse he's talking wins. about magical powers there, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Donald Trump can make you die of old age. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you child of God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I can't help it. That's how he talk. Go make a gag, children. That's right. I did a quick Fuck Google you. before we had that segment, and he hasn't had a stroke, listener. He's just... Fuck um, him if he had. Yeah, he just sounds that way. Well... Is that the Reverend Jesse Lee Pierce anymore though? Well, the Reverend's got it for me. Yeah, yeah I agree. Paul Alex this week. As much as I hate it, he's he's got it. So that's the end of the show. Woo! Thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook, cutting through the ball in the post of the apocalypse, on Twitter at Apocalypse Ball, Instagram at Apocalypse Ball, anywhere else, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud. We are on iTunes, but we're having some difficulties in the search engine with that. What else we on? Everything really. Anywhere you can find a podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult. I've been Gaz. Free Biff Tannen. Goodbye. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. When the force begins.